Here they come, your Camarda wealth leaders, slashing taxes, dominating risks, relentlessly pursuing profits, protecting your assets, and keeping you in stitches while leading to greater riches. Your Camarda wealth leaders with Johnny Hotstocks, Camarda, Sonia Embraceable U. Elia, Rob Bulmu Shevlin, also known as the financial anesthesiologist, you'll see why, and me, Jeff, I want to be a doctor, Camarda. You're listening to the Camarda Wealth Leaders on WER, Camarda Wealth Education Radio. Let's face it, wealth matters to living a longer, better life for you and your family. Our goal is to painlessly educate you with uncommonly shrewd advice to help grow and protect your wealth. And while we aim to keep you laughing all the way to the bank, never imagine we're not dead serious about money. Jonathan Camarda is a certified private wealth advisor, certified financial planner, chartered market technician, chartered financial consultant, certified fund specialist, chartered life underwriter, and board certified in mutual funds. Jeff is a certified financial planner, chartered financial consultant, chartered financial analyst, certified fund specialist, chartered life underwriter, and board certified mutual funds. He's also an enrolled agent admitted to represent clients with unlimited IRS practice rights, holds a master's of science in financial services, and is a PhD student in the American College's financial and retirement planning doctoral program. Besides being Camarda's chairman and chief investment officer, Jeff is also a working research academic in Wealth Matters. The Camarda team believes deeply in financial education and expertise and is proud to have Dr. Tang Bray as our chief financial analyst, who is also a university professor and working wealth research academic. Camarda Wealth Advisor Group offers private wealth management, including no commission portfolio management through Camarda Financial Advisors and other financial services as described in our boring end of the show disclosure. Folks, welcome back to yet another edition of Camarda's Wealth Education Radio. You're here with me, Jeff. I want to be a doctor. Camarda at PhD is getting awfully close, folks. More details later in the fall. Uh, Sonia Embraceable, her, I mean you, Elia, and Rob Bulmushevlin. Financial uh, anesthesiologist. Also known as a financial anesthesiologist. You're getting sleepy. You're getting very, very sleepy. We get into the details of the annuity uh, and the mortality charges. And Johnny Hotstocks tomorrow making a, uh, an appearance uh, later on in the show. Uh, so hopefully everybody had a very nice and relaxing Labor Day. And now that uh, we're really into the mist of the fall uh, market and uh, an economic season, um, you know, hopefully the market instability uh, that we endured in late uh, um, in late August and reproduction or repercussions uh, of the, the through the current time uh, will ease as uh, as we get back into a norm normal normal into a regular market cycle. Uh, but uh, you know, certainly, who knows? And then remember the theme from last week's show. And if you didn't listen to it, you really should go back, and you can. Those are archived at Camarda.com and at WealthLeader.org. Actually, the last two shows I think would be very instructive to help you keep uh, things in perspective and make prudent uh, investment decisions. But if you missed last week's show, the the essence is don't panic. This kind of volatility and market turmoil is relatively normal, and uh, in fact, a necessary part of the bull markets that we all invest for to profit from. Any, uh, any comments on that, uh, g- gang, before we move on with our uh, agenda? 
Sonia going once? No. Rob going no. Tell Rob, get your nose out of the feedback. Okay, pay attention here, would you please? Yeah, I was looking at an interesting uh, lawsuit settlement. So. Oh, God. Would you like to share it? Is that something you think our listeners might be interested in? Yeah, actually, those who are in large corporate 401k plans, I mean, a very large... Oh, is that the Boeing case? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, actually, that's, uh, um, let's segue into that a little bit, okay. particularly if you're a business owner. Uh, the, uh, um, the the 401k landscape has changed dramatically in the past couple of years. There were very, very dark and powerful forces conspiring against you uh, because as a business owner with a 401k or other type of qualified plan, you are a fiduciary, as Curly Stooge would say, which means that you have a very, very high duty to put the interests of your uh, your participants, of your employees first, and really know what you're doing and watch costs and make prudent investment decisions are much, much more work and liability than most folks ever appreciate. It's huge. Um, and most 401k plans to the current day are very expensive, poorly managed, uh, um, uh, uh, poor products, for lack of a better word, um, that, uh, um, that are being increasingly attacked and the, the wind uh, is really uh, um, in your face now if you're, uh, if you're a planned trustee because there's a string of uh, lawsuits, successful lawsuits and settlements against uh, on corporate trustees that aren't doing a good job. So if you're a business owner, pay careful attention. And the wolf may not be on your door yet, but he smells the blood in the air. Uh, Rob, so what happened with what what happened with Boeing got getting their wings clipped a little bit, Rob? Well, I mean, it's amazing they've had this lawsuit out there for nine years, but essentially, uh, you know, they're settling a lawsuit because of uh, you know very high uh, different real kinds of transaction related fees. Uh, that were charged You're by. You're getting provi- sleepy. You're getting very sleepy. <laughs> different, let's, different, let's give it the Mile High Club view, okay? Rob, I just got back from California. I have jet lag, man. Okay. The, uh, the Mile High. So, so you have, you know, these Boeing employees that are in the 401k that realized that they were paying really high fees, maybe commissions, or some sweetheart deals, insurance agents, whoever it was, that put it together. And they've gone after the company saying, this, uh, this ain't right. I should have made more money. You should have done a better job. I should have had better profitability. And Boeing, it's your fault. Think of your employees saying this in a couple of years. Boeing, it's your fault for not doing a better job and watching those investments. You are responsible. What was the uh, the vendor that was uh, that Boeing hired? Do you, do you know that? I don't know that they said. If it was an insurance company or a mutual fund company, which are typical products, high, high commission products in there, and nobody is managing the investments. If they're participant and it's not their responsibility, the employee is not doing a good job managing their investments, typically the stuff is a drift out to sea. Yeah, I mean, originally, you know, they had a consultant come in and said, you know, you're paying fees two and a half times what you should be for a plan comparable to your size. And, of course, this happens to be the second largest, you know, corporate, uh, you know, retirement plan. And this plan. is just one in a number. There was a very, very averse uh, um, the, uh, the Supreme Court decision just mm-hmm. a couple of months ago. I've forgotten the company's name. Edison, was it something Emerson. like that? Emerson. Was mm-hmm. it Emerson? The, uh, um, it was with an E, and it wasn't Edelman. That was last week's show, and he's not the guy, <laughs> trust me. Um, but uh, this is increasingly an area, plus the Department of Labor's um, uh, probably going to be successful. Onus Edison. To, uh, Edison. Yeah. To, to, isn't that what I said? Uh, yeah. Is to uh, to put Thomas. more more. Anyway, this is uh, if you're a four hundred one k sponsor, if you're an employer, even if you only have a couple of people in a plan, or a couple of dozen, or a couple of hundred, 
you know, you want to get ahead of this curve because it's going to be ugly when it gets down to the, 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 the mid-sized, small-sized company level. And it's inevitable. It's coming. And it's too much. It's been such um, an abusive market for so long than things you probably don't even know about that uh, you want to do um, some risk management now while you still have time. You agree with that, Rob? Absolutely. All right, so let's uh, getting uh, back to uh, since you have squandered almost the entire time budget for the ser- first segment on your uh, you on your careless and thoughtless phone web surfing rather than paying attention <laughs> to the needs of our listeners. Uh, we may have to bridge over the uh, the end of the segment, but this is uh, interesting stuff. And folks, we use newspapers a lot. We're very avid readers and uh, um, both the trade press and, and also the popular press like the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal. Uh, but it's, it, there's some really great talking points in there, so we often use this as themes of the show. This is from the New York Times, uh, and the article is titled, Six Strategies to Buoy Savings in the Retirement Years. And although you'd think this would be obvious to most folks, strategy number one, can you guess what it is? Practice that the, nobody else sees the material before we get in the show, so we have a very <laughs> yeah, we have a very uh, um, uh, candid reaction. Living practice living on less. Now you think that mm. folks would know that, and usually once folks retire, at least our mm. clients as they transition from their working years to retirement, they pucker up pretty good in terms of spending wise. Uh, but that's incredibly important. Practice living on less. Why? Um, well, you got to be flexible, especially if your if your portfolio goes down and you're not going to be able to derive the income off that. You've got to make an adjustment. Somewhere. You want to be flexible like a dancing moose, like a moose cow, like a moose cow in a rut. That's how flexible you want to be. That's the essence of flexibility. <laughs> Indeed. There's nothing prettier than a limber moose, let me tell you. But you have to be able to. You only got unlimited income or a fixed income. Remember that, that term uh, that retirees have, uh, um, have used as long since I was a kid. And I don't mean fixed income like fixed bonds, but they only got so much. It's, and they got to stretch it. And they got to make sure that they got enough. And one of the big dangers, really, just being faced, I think, by this retired generation um, is that they don't know how long they're going to live. Used to be, you know, you had a pretty, you know, reasonably finite life expectancy. But with medical technology and drugs and healthier lifestyles that a lot of us have adopted, you know, people stretching to the 90, 100 and beyond mark is increasingly common. And if you spend it all now, gosh knows what you're going to do later on. Um, and another thing that a lot of folks, new retirees, don't really consider that, uh, that, that, uh, that Sonia knows a lot about in her retirement uh, credential courses, and a couple of my Ph.D. courses, is that they really sensitize me to it, is that you know, your spending needs really change as the retirement process unfolds. Usually when you're younger retirees in your 60s, you're more active, you're doing stuff, you're traveling more, you're seeing family, whatever. And, but there's a whole that, that, that it, for typically, hopefully, you know, not, not for you, but typically that changes as you become less mobile later on. Maybe you have health conditions or issues that require more attention and cost. You may need to have somebody come to your home to help you or the long-term care needs. So it's not a fixed thing. Your budget is going to change over time. And in most projections, Sonia gets more expensive the older you get, right? It doesn't get cheaper. You know, no. as your health care needs uh, amounts. Right. As your, uh, yeah. So you may you go from go, go, slow, go to no go. Um, and your, your um, income needs do change. Um, but it doesn't mean that they get less. You just shift what you're spending on from travels to medicine to 
um, in-home care. So rest, well, rather than dancing with a moose to, to watching dancing moose videos, perhaps. There you go. And probably not on your smartphone, maybe on your flip phone. But uh, that is, uh, you know, we'll continue this uh, pretty important topic, folks. Six strategies to buoy savings in your retirement years. Stay with your Camarda Wealth Education Radio leaders. We will be back in a couple of minutes or so, give or take. Stay with us. You're listening to the Camarda Wealth Leaders on WER Wealth Education Radio. This show is previously recorded. For private or on-air questions or to request free white papers or other educational materials or to schedule a complimentary no-obligation consultation about today's or any other wealth matter, call us at 888-CAMARDA. Write it down, folks. 888-CAMARDA. That's C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Charlie Alpha, Mike Alpha, Romeo, Delta Alpha, 888-CAMARDA. Call it now and keep it handy for wealth emergencies. Camarda Wealth offers complimentary, that's free folks, portfolio reviews to listeners. Get us your statements and we will thoroughly examine your portfolio, give you opinions on the risk and quality of each position you own, as well as how wisely we believe the whole thing holds together and how efficiently it addresses your needs and goals. At the same time, we'll also opine on how protected your assets are from financial predators, your estate plan, tax savings opportunities, and other ways we can think that you can cut risk, avoid probate, save money, and just plain get richer faster. Did I mention this service was free? Just call us at 888-CAMARDA, that's C-A-M-A-R-D-A, 888-CAMARDA, to set up your free portfolio review now. Folks, welcome back to yet another edition of Camarda's Wealth Education Radio. You're here with me, Jeff. I want to be a doctor. Camarda at PhD is getting awfully close, folks. More details later in the fall. Uh, Sonia, embraceable her. I mean you, Elia, and Rob Bullmooshevlin. Financial uh, anesthesiologist. Also known as a financial anesthesiologist. You're getting sleepy. You're getting very, very sleepy. We <coughs> get into the details of the annuity uh, and the mortality charges. And Johnny Hotstock tomorrow making a, uh, an appearance uh, later on in the show. Uh, so hopefully everybody had a very nice and relaxing Labor Day. And now that uh, we're really into the mist of the fall uh, market and uh, an economic season. Um, you know, hopefully the market instability uh, that we endured in late uh, um, in late August and reproduction repercussions uh, of the, the through the current time uh, will ease as uh, as we get back into a norm normal norm, 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 <laughs> into a regular market cycle. Uh, but uh, you know, certainly who knows? And, and remember the theme from last week's show. And if you didn't listen to it, you really should go back, and you can. Those are archived at Camarda.com and at WealthLeader.org. Actually, the last two shows I think would be very instructive to help you keep uh, things in perspective and make prudent uh, investment decisions. But if you missed last week's show, the the essence is don't panic. This kind of volatility and market turmoil is relatively normal, and uh, in fact, a necessary part of the bull markets that we all invest for to profit from. Any uh, any comments on that, uh, uh, gang, before we move on with our uh, agenda? Sonia going once? No. Rob going no. Uh, Rob, get your nose out of the feedback. Okay, pay attention here, would you please? Uh, I was looking at an interesting uh, lawsuit settlement. So. Oh, good. Would you like to share it? Is that something you think our listeners might be interested in? Yeah, actually, those who are in large corporate 401k plans, I mean, a very large. Oh, is that the Boeing case? Yeah. Ah, that's uh, actually that's uh, um, 
Well, let's segue into that a little bit, okay. particularly if you're a business owner. Uh, the, uh, um, the, the 401k landscape has changed dramatically in the past couple of years. There were very, very dark and powerful forces conspiring against you uh, because as a business owner with a 401k or other type of qualified plan, you are a fiduciary, as Curly Stooge would say, which means that you have a very, very high duty to put the interests of your, uh, your participants, of your employees first, and really know what you're doing and watch costs and make prudent investment decisions are much, much more work and liability than most folks ever appreciate. It's huge. Um, and most 401k plans to the current day are very expensive, poorly managed, uh, um, uh, 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 poor products, for lack of a better word, um, that, uh, um, that are being increasingly attacked and the, the wind uh, is really uh, um, in your face now if you're uh, if you're a plan trustee because there is a string of uh, lawsuits, successful lawsuits and settlements against uh, corporate trustees that aren't doing a good job. So if you're a business owner, pay careful attention. And the wolf may not be on your door yet, but he smells the blood in the air. Uh, Rob, so what happened with what what happened with Boeing? Got getting their wings clipped a little bit, Rob. Well, I mean, it's amazing they've had this lawsuit out there for nine years, but essentially, uh, you know, they're settling a lawsuit because of uh, you know very high uh, different real kinds of transaction related fees. Uh, that were charged You're by. You're getting provi- sleepy. You're getting very sleepy. <laughs> different, let's, different, let's give it the Mile High Club view, okay? Rob, well, I just got back from California. I have jet lag, man. Okay. The, uh, the Mile High so, so you have, you know, these Boeing employees that are in the 401k that realized that they were paying really high fees, maybe commissions, or some sweetheart deals, insurance agents, whoever it was, that put it together. And they've gone after the company saying, this, uh, this ain't right. I should have made more money. You should have done a better job. I should have had better profitability. And Boeing, it's your fault. Think of your employees saying this a couple of years. Boeing, it's your fault for not doing a better job and watching those investments. You are responsible. What was the uh, the vendor that was uh, that Boeing hired? Do you, do you know that? I don't know that they said. If it was an insurance company or a mutual fund company, which are typical products, high, high commission products in there, and nobody is managing the investments. If they're participant and it's not their responsibility, the employee is not doing a good job managing their investments, typically the stuff is a drift out to sea. Yeah, I mean, originally, you know, they had a consultant come in and said, you know, you're paying fees two and a half times what you should be for a plan comparable to your size. And, of course, this happens to be the second largest, you know, corporate uh, you know, retirement plan. And this plan. is just one in a number. There was a very, very averse uh, um, the, uh, the Supreme Court decision just mm-hmm. a couple of months ago. I've forgotten the company's name. Edison, was it something Emerson. like that? Emerson. Was mm-hmm. it Emerson? The, uh, um, it was with an E, and it wasn't Edelman. That was last week's show, and he's not the guy, <laughs> trust me. Um, but uh, this is increasingly an area, plus the Department of Labor's um, uh, probably going to be successful. Onus Edison. To, uh, Edison. Yeah. Uh, to, isn't that what I said? Uh, yeah. Is to, uh, to put Thomas. more. more. Anyway, this is, uh, if you're a 401k sponsor, if you're an employer, even if you only have a couple of people in a plan or a couple of dozen or a couple of hundred, you know, you want to get ahead of this curve because it's going to be ugly when it gets down to the to, the, the mid-sized, small-sized company level. And it's inevitable. It's coming. It is too much. This has been such um, an abusive market for so long that things you probably don't even know about that uh, you want to do um, some risk management now while you still have time. You agree with that, Rob? Absolutely. 
All right, so let's uh, getting uh, back to uh, since you have squandered almost the entire time budget for the ser- first segment on your uh, you on your careless and thoughtless phone web surfing, rather than paying attention <laughs> to the needs of our listeners. Uh, we may have to bridge over the uh, the end of the segment, but this is uh, interesting stuff. And folks, we use newspapers a lot. We're very avid readers. And uh, um, both the trade press and, and also the popular press, like the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal. Uh, but it's, it, there's some really great talking points in there, so we often use this as themes of the show. This is from the New York Times, uh, and the article is titled Six Strategies to Buoy Savings in the Retirement Years. And although you'd think this would be obvious to most folks, strategy number one, can you guess what it is? Practice that nobody else sees the material before we get in the show, so we have a very <laughs> yeah, we have a very uh, um, uh, candid reaction. Living practice living on less. Now you think that mm. folks would know that, and usually once folks retire, at least our mm. clients as they transition from their working years to retirement, they pucker up pretty good in terms of spending wise. Uh, but that's incredibly important. Practice living on less. Why? Um, well, you got to be flexible, especially if your if your portfolio goes down and you're not going to be able to derive the income off that. You got to make an adjustment. Somewhere. You want to be flexible, like a dancing moose, like a moose cow, like a moose cow in the rut. That's how flexible you want to be. That's the essence of flexibility. <laughs> Indeed, there's nothing prettier than a limber moose. Let me tell you. But you have to be able to. You only got unlimited income or a fixed income. Remember that that term uh, that retirees have uh, um, have used as long since I was a kid. And I don't mean fixed income like fixed bonds, but they only got so much. It's, and they got to stretch it. And they got to make sure that they got enough. And one of the big dangers, really, just being faced, I think, by this retired generation um, is that they don't know how long they're going to live. Used to be, you know, you had a pretty, you know, reasonably finite life expectancy. But with medical technology and drugs and healthier lifestyles that a lot of us have adopted, you know, people stretching to the 90, 100 and beyond mark is increasingly common. And if you spend it all now, gosh knows what you're going to do later on. Um, and another thing that a lot of folks, new retirees, don't really consider that uh, that that uh, that Sonia knows a lot about in her retirement uh, credential courses, and, I, and a couple of my PhD courses, is that they really sensitize me to it. Is that you know your spending needs really change as the retirement process unfolds. Usually when you're younger retirees in your 60s, you're more active, you're doing stuff, you're traveling more, you're seeing family, whatever. And, but there's a whole that, that, that it, for typically, hopefully, you know, not, not for you, but typically that changes as you become less mobile later on. Maybe you have health conditions or issues that require more attention and cost. You may need to have somebody come to your home to help you or the long-term care needs. So it's not a fixed thing. Your budget is going to change over time. And in most projections, Sonia gets more expensive the older you get, right? It doesn't get cheaper. You know, no. as your health care needs uh, the amount. Right. As your age. Yeah, yeah. So you may you go from go-go, slow-go to no-go, um, and your, your um, income needs do change. Um, but it doesn't mean that they get less. You just shift what you're spending on from travels to medicine to... Um, in-home care. So rest, well, rather than dancing with a moose to, to watching dancing moose videos, perhaps. There you go. And probably not on your smartphone. Maybe on your flip phone. But uh, that is, uh, you know, we'll continue this uh, pretty important topic, folks. Six strategies to buoy savings in the retirement years. Stay with your Camarda Wealth Education Radio leaders. We will be back in a couple of minutes or so, give or take. Stay with us. 
You're listening to the Camarda Brothers plus the Antle and Rob on WER Wealth Education Radio. Better planning, better wealth, better wealth, better life. Tell your friends about the Camarda Wealth Radios right here on this station. This show is recorded, but you have questions to be answered privately or on the air if you wish or want free reports or other educational materials. Uh, call 888-CAMARDA. That's 888-C-A-M-A-R-D-A.